Praise the Lord. God bless you. Praise the Lord. This is Thursday night Bible study. God bless you. I welcome you to join in during this time as we study the word of God. I am Apostle Dr. Dawn Nicole Manning. I am the pastor of Love of Jesus Deliverance Evangelistic Center Community Church located in Newark, New Jersey, where we hold up the bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ and we proclaim that Jesus is Lord. Why don't you grab your Bible, pen, paper, and join me in this session on tonight. We will be talking about Pentecost. This Sunday, June 5th, 2022, we will be celebrating another Pentecost Sunday. And it's such a high holy day for those of us who are believers and know what it means to be filled with the Holy Ghost, to know what it means when uh, Jesus told the disciples that he would leave a comforter that would lead and guide us to all truth. For those of us who believe and we understand that God has made his spirit dwell on the inside of us who have opened up our hearts and our understanding for him to come on in and be a part of our lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and honor you and give you glory for who you are. We thank you for being the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the finisher of our faith. We thank you, Father, for bringing us down to the course of this day, to this moment, into this time. And we pray, Father, that you would touch us, open up our understanding to receive what you are saying and what you are sharing with us so that we can be empowered in our spiritual beings. Father God, we ask that you take out all distractions. Give us clarity, Father God. You are the potter, I'm good, but the clay. Give me your divine words to say. We thank you for this time so that we can study your word to show ourselves approved. We give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, we're going to be talking about Pentecost. I'm going to give you three um, pointers as to what Pentecost is and why we celebrate it. Uh, this is some a, a high holy day for those of us who are believers, for those of us who have uh, uh, have an understanding of knowing that Jesus did live in this earth. He was the son of God. He was God transformed into man through his son, Jesus Christ. And the uh, Jesus Christ left his spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit, to be here to help us to move through this earth as we deal with life challenges and as we grow and develop, it and develop along the way. So we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Trinity, the three are one. And so we're going to talk about what does all of that have to do with Pentecost? First and foremost, Pentecost, it's the birthday of the church. It's the birthday of the church. Pentecost was a turning point in history for man. Before that moment, the apostles were simply just a group of followers who had listened to Jesus. Jesus was their teacher, their mentor, their Lord, and they assisted in ministry. They were there when he performed signs, wonders, and miracles. They were there when, uh, you know, he, he uh, turned uh, uh, the water into wine. They were there to, to when the lame were able to walk, the deaf were they were able to hear. He raised those who were dead. He raised them from, from the grave. They were amongst the experience of Jesus Christ being here on earth. But without Jesus, when it was time for him to go back to his father, without him, they were a little aimless and confused. And anybody, anybody who has uh, been under a great leader when it is time for them to transition on, there is a period wherein you are a little frazzled, you are a little disoriented because it, you have been, so to speak, reliant 
on the leading and the guidance of that individual. So could you imagine the son of God being here on earth amongst humans, amongst his own and having all of that power and knowledge to share and to impart. And then all of a sudden he says, I have to return back to the father. I did what I've come to do. Uh, I, 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 I fulfilled my assignment. Now I must return to the right hand of my father. But I'm going to leave you with the comforter who's going to lead you, who's going to guide you to all truth, wherein you will be able to do greater works. You will be able to do greater works. So that was the commission. But yeah, that sounded good. And that was great. And I know they probably were like, okay, okay. But to actually see him ascend into glory and not physically be with them anymore, I could only imagine how that could have felt like a a, hum, a, a a tremendous void in their lives. But thanks be unto God, there was a change on Pentecost. On that day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came, there was a change to pull those disciples, to pull them out of that place of being aimless and confused. And the power of Pentecost still is powerful in the earth today, where for those of us who have may have, we may have lost our leaders and loved ones that were great, uh, pillars in our lives. God has sent a, a, a fresh fire in our lives to turn matters around where we do not have to walk around aimless and confused because of the Holy Ghost. So this, uh, this change, this occurrence that happened on Pentecost after the Holy Spirit entered the room and after Peter had preached, the apostles no longer looked inward. They were filled with the Holy Spirit the spirit that Jesus talked to them about and they looked uh, out and they were able to move ministry forward. The power of the Holy Ghost allows for us to move forward in our lives, to move forward in our careers, to move forward in our ministries, to move forward in, in our life choices. That is what the power of Pentecost allows to occur and happen in our lives. And that occurrence that, that happened in the upper room is the still, that power of Pentecost is still in the earth. It's for those of us who understand, we need to make sure that we constantly tap into it. For those of us who understand, we celebrate it. That's why it's one of those high holy days for those of us who are believers, because we understand that there is power in knowing what it means to be filled with the Holy Ghost. There is power in understanding the events of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost fell from on high and it subdued the people with an all-consuming fire. Those who were up in the upper room, they were able to speak in unknown tongues wherein others who were around them on the street smoking other dialects was able to have an ear and pick up their dialect and hear what the Spirit was saying in their own language. What a mighty God we serve. That's powerful. That's totally powerful. In this day and age, the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, it still moves the same. I can recall when I was a teenager in, in, in deliverance and we had some uh, uh, we had some delegates coming from India and they had they had spoken in a, a different dialect. And I remember on that uh, particular uh, uh, time or, or convention that we had, well, uh, the people of God, we were speaking in unknown tongues. And I recall at the end of the service, the woman that was from India, she had came and she had said, I understood. And she was able to quote scriptures and share what the Holy Spirit was speaking to her 
in her own dialect wherein it made sense to her. And she was able to testify. She was able to be delivered and she was able to be set free because she had an ear through the through the speaking of the Holy Spirit to pick up the dialect that was that was known unto her wherein she was able to receive a message from the Lord on high. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. So I've already listed the scriptures. I need for you to go back to those scriptures, write them down, read them in their entirety. Uh, at the end of the book of Acts chapter 2, it records how the apostles devoted themselves to teaching and to fellowship, to performing wonders and signs, and also to give others in need. It's no wonder that the Lord added uh, to the church, the number was added daily because when that fire from on high, it empowered those who were in the upper room, the church multiplied because those who were in the upper room had the power and they had the zeal of the Holy Ghost to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to explain this to you today. That same power is not just for a, sub, a, 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 a selected group, those who are just in the upper room. That same power is still real and it's still alive today. For those of us who know who we are in Christ, we have to understand that it's time to tap into the true power of Pentecost. So that when we allow for the spirit of God to use us, we are able to walk into the streets. We are able to go into places and we are able to speak and we are able to declare and decree the things of God. And people will say, what must I do to be saved? But we got to do what they did in the upper room. What is that? Get on one accord. We got to get out of this. Oh, who's going to get the offering? Who's going to be, who's going to be the big chief boomba? Let me tell you something. It's not all about that. It didn't even say anybody who was a leader in the upper room. It just said that they were all on one accord. Read it for yourselves. Acts chapter two. Read it for yourself. After they were on one accord, after they started to realize that, okay, what Jesus had told them that he was going to leave them the comforter. He told them actually when he was walking on the road to Damascus, when he had came back and he was telling them look y'all go y'all go and y'all wait don't you wait for it tarry it will surely come he was letting them know that they were going to get something that was going to empower them are you in a place to, to get yourself together where God will empower you to move forward to do what you have been called to do for such a time as this it's no more time to keep saying oh a COVID hit People not coming back to church. Baby, so what? You are the church. Get your sneakers on or whatever shoe you feel comfortable to do the work in. And go ye into all the work world and let the Holy Ghost power from on high, that Pentecost power, allow for you to go forth and minister, testify, tell somebody of the goodness of Jesus. It said at the, at, at the a time when they had that occurrence, they were able to go out and they were able to perform signs, wonders, and miracles. Let me tell you this. Stop sitting and waiting for one person. He had to do a work for one person. Oh, that's the great Pumbaa, the great this one and that one. That's who he laid hands in. Demons came out. Came out. This will lay hands in. The lame was able to walk. Let me tell you something. If you allow for the power of God to work and operate through you, you should be also able to go out 
and to perform signs, wonders, and miracles. You can't go around playing because the devil knows when you're playing. The sons of Sceva, they try to go out and rebuke things and this, that, and the other. And the, the demons spoke back and said, look, I, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? Okay, the enemy knows. So don't go playing with the pretending that you have the Holy Ghost. You got to put your time in. You got to pray. You got to study. You got to fast. You got to read the word of God. You have to be able to humble yourself, submit yourself. You have to be able to seek him in season and out of season. You got to be able to have time, set some time aside to pray in the morning time, the noon time, and the evening time. If you want it, you can get it. Though you wait for it timely, it will surely come. That's what Jesus said. And he's the same God from yesterday, today, and forevermore. He has no respect to person. That same power, that same Holy Ghost power is here for us today in 2022. Number two, Pentecost showcases the Trinity. The Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Believers theology is grounded in the doctrine that there is three in one. And then, of course, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Pentecost was that big moment, the big moment where the Father sends the Spirit to make the Son of God present. On Pentecost, we can teach and celebrate the Trinity. We can we 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 celebrate the fact that Jesus was the one that gave of Himself. We celebrate the fact that He was the one that commissioned us and charged us and to go into all the world. He was all the world. He's the one who commissioned us and told us that we would do greater works. Why? Because he left us with the comforter. So now we have them operating the three, the Holy Trinity, three in one. So we celebrate Pentecost and we recognize the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Three, Jesus kept his promise. Three, Pentecost shows that Jesus kept his promise. Read Matthew 28 and 20. Matthew 28 and 20. Jesus told his followers, I will be with you always, even until the end of the age. He promptly went up into heaven and his followers could no longer see him. What cares? Why was that? Well, in John 15, 26, Jesus promised, I will send you the comforter, the advocate. I'm going to send you the one that is going to lead you to the truth, the spirit of truth. He's going to come to you from the father and will testify all about me. When the Holy Spirit moves, Jesus is present through that Holy Spirit. Remember, they are three in one. So it is that Pentecost that marks the fulfillment of Christ's promise. So this is why we celebrate Pentecost. This is why we get excited. This is why we put on our all white. Because we know that when we get together and when we get on one accord, the power of Pentecost can give us a fresh fire to do what we need to do to stir up the gifts on the inside of us, to allow for us to manifest the word of God and speak it, to call out and spare not, sharing the gospel, to let all those that have an ear know that God still saves, he delivers and sets free, that he gave his son so that we can live life and live it more abundantly. All of these things are based on the birth of the church that occurred on the day of Pentecost. So I share this with each and every one of you. Never, ever, ever, ever forget that God, his word has promised us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus said to us that he would be with us even till the end of time. He is with us. You are never alone. You are never alone. Don't give up. 
Don't give in. God has given us things that we can tap into that can give us the strength that we need to carry on. You know, sometimes we go through trials and tribulations. We may go through sad moments. We may go through some traumatic occurrences in our lives. But I want you to understand this, that God is with us every step of the way because the comforter, Jesus, he, that, he told us, he leaves us the comforter, the Holy Spirit that's going to be there, that's going to lead us. And if you're looking for the truth, the Holy Spirit is going to lead you right there. False doctrines are all around us. Day and night, people are popping up with isms and schisms, trying to get a dollar, trying to, trying to convince people, trying to take people's minds over. But the Holy Ghost is not going to do that. It's gentle like a dove, but it's powerful to move mountains. And the only thing we have to do is allow for him to come in. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the living God. So therefore, you got to make sure that it's swept out clean. How do you do that? You got to fast, you got to pray, and you got to read your word. Allow for the Holy Spirit to dwell on the inside of you so that you never have to wonder about whether somebody is lying to you or not. Because the Holy Spirit going to lead you to the truth. So if somebody's around you with a lying, deceitful spirit, guess what? The Holy Ghost Spirit, the Holy Ghost is going to put them radars off and going to bring you into a place of discernment where you're going to understand this is not the truth. This is not for me. This is not what the Lord has for me. That's how great our God is. He has left us with a power force. Glory to God. He has left us with a power force so that we don't have to be the tail, but rather the head. So that we don't have to be behind, but we can thrust forward in the things that God is calling us to do. I encourage you. I encourage you to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Tap into what he has given you so that you cannot just survive on this earth so that you can live it abundantly. I don't know about you. I know that he has gone to prepare a place for me. I know that he had told the, the thief on the cross. There are many mansions. And I do believe that one day if I live right, if I do right now, act right here on earth, that there is a place in glory prepared for me. But while I am yet here on earth, thy kingdom come, Lord, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I am going to rejoice. I am going to be happy in the Lord. I'm going to allow for the spirit of God to lead and guide me to those things that are truthful so that I can live life abundantly. And I commission you to do the same thing. I hope you got something out of tonight's Bible study. Go back and read the scriptures that have been posted in the description above this broadcast. Until we meet or speak again, may the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow to, to it. And I invite you, if you don't have nowhere to go, come and visit us on this Pentecost Sunday. We're going to receive a fresh anointing wherein we're going to have the power of the Holy Ghost to move forward in the things that he has called us to do. God bless you. May his grace and his peace continue to follow you in the days to come. Good night, everybody.